Welcome to the Confident Dollar Podcast, where we are seeking to bring confidence and organization to your financial life. Today, we're going to talk about budgeting, how to set a budget, how to stick to budget, uh, how to get everything just organized and in place and, and going. Um, so many people think that budgeting is this limiting thing that rules your life and you can't do anything. You can't spend your money anywhere. Um, you're not allowed to go anywhere. When reality, budgeting can actually bring you the opposite. It can actually bring you freedom. It tells your money where to go instead of the opposite. Um, you know exactly where you're spending money. You're able to set in long-term goals. Uh, pay off debt, those type of things if you need to. So setting a budget is incredibly important for your long-term financial success in, in your life. Um, without a budget, you are going to, you know, oftentimes if you, people think, oh, when I make more money, I'll do that. But then you have something called lifestyle creep and you're making more money, but you're spending more money because you don't have this budget set of where everything should be going. So we really just want to dial in today, take some time to go through what my process is for clients on when they are creating a budget, how to create that, and then how to stick to it once it's created. So first step you're going to do when you're uh, setting a new budget is to get out a piece of paper. This is what I like to have clients do, um, because this is going to be something that you look back on and realize, okay, I was, I didn't really know where my money was going for so long. Um, but you're going to sit, get a piece of paper and write out on a piece of paper your expenses, um, where you think you spend your money. So write down all your income, write down all your expenses, and then list out where you spend all your money in a month. Um, then you are going to um, get on a app software. Um, my clients are able to use eMoney, um, where it has budgeting capabilities through eMoney. I know like Dave Ramsey has every dollar, um, or mint or some type of software that you want to aggregate all your spending to. And you're going to, you know, link up your bank accounts, uh, link up your credit cards, get all your finances linked up to those apps and then start categorizing your spending within that app. So that is a part that does take time. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a process to get that set up. The categorizing of each transaction is always a pain, but it's an important step. Okay, so you've written everything on a piece of paper to get started. You've now categorized all your expenses within your app. You are starting to see the trends within how you spend money. Now, once you see those trends, you can look at each specific item, um, each budget line item, food, car, gas, utilities, and start to see where you were off from that initial piece of paper that you wrote everything down. So where did you think your money was going to where now you actually see your money is going? And then you're going to create that new budget based off of those numbers. So you need to find that middle ground of, okay, I thought I spent $1,000 on food. We spent $1,500 on food. Let's see if we can spend $1,200 on food. Okay, set your budget. Go through each category like that and get it dialed in on that app. Now, going forward, what I have found is it normally takes a three-month period of time for people to see actual patterns and actual spending. 
as we all know, certain things, you know, random months, there's just random expenses that do come up. Maybe you have one time expenses, um, that, you know, hit in a February that you don't pay the rest of the year. So it's a three month period of time. You can actually really get a more accurate picture of your spending. And it takes about three months of working on your budget and fine tuning it to really get it dialed into a specific numbers that you think you can actually be accountable to. So give yourself patience and give yourself that three month period to dial it in every month. Look at it again. So month two, okay. You've set your budget in month one. Now in month two, you're getting red. You see where you're over again. Maybe you should adjust that up. Maybe that still wasn't realistic. Maybe you need to make uh, spend more money in that category. Maybe you need to see how you can be better at food shopping. Maybe you need to shop in, you know, at bulk item stores or use coupons or different things you want to do, depending on what your goals are within your budget. Okay, then month three, that should be a little bit better. You should have more, be more dialed in basically and be able to see a little bit more accurate than what month two was. So now you've gotten to month three, you have it set, you have this budget. Now, now you know, what can you do from that point? Um, by month three, because it's gonna be more accurate, that's where I would recommend you start putting in your long-term goals. So you've now got an accurate picture of where you're spending your money. What are your long-term goals for saving? And then work those into that budget. So if you know you want to contribute 15% to your retirement every month, and you know that that is a certain number now, and that was a goal you had at the beginning, you know, so as you were figuring out your budget, you know, there's certain line items that you do want to work in. Now see by month three, if you can start working those in. And when you do work them in, they need to come out at the beginning of the month. I think it is incredibly important to pay yourself first. We all know that if we wait to pay ourselves at the end of the month, that money is gone, it's no longer there. So pay yourself first for your long-term savings, whether that's retirement, Maybe it's short-term savings that you have. Maybe you're trying to save for a house or um, if you're still in the debt payoff, do all that at the beginning of the month so that you know that that money is there. And then you have every dollar is assigned within that budget. The rest of the month, you should have be zeroed out at the end of the month. That's how a budget should work. That is ideally how it should be uh, put together and set for you going forward. Now, the reason I say that this brings freedom to your finances rather than being, you know, feeling constrained to this monthly budget is because you are in charge of your money. So if you want to monthly save for, you know, I deal with clients that are like, "I, I love to travel. Like I want to go on all these big trips. How do I plan for that? Well, Ideally, you would create a line item within your budget. Um, people call this a sinking fund, you know, a little short-term saving fund. Credit unions are really good at, for this. You can, if you know, you, if you're able to use a credit union, they have the ability to do a lot of different sub accounts, and you could just open up a little sub savings account called Travel, and every month you're saving, you know, five hundred dollars for travel into that month. And so then, when you get to actually going on your trip. The reason I say it creates freedom is because you've now put the money in that travel fund for six months and you have that money to now go buy your plane ticket, book the hotel and, and purchase the food while you're gone on that trip. So it's now, it's, it's been worked in your budget. And so it gives you the freedom to actually go on that trip and spend that money rather than putting it on the credit card and trying to deal with it later. So that is 
you know, just an example of where you can just create freedom in your budget and um, create freedom in your spending. So you can confidently know where your money's going and then you can confidently do the things you want to do, whether it's travel or buy a car or whatever your other short-term goals are. So um, I think, in my opinion, and a lot of uh, financial professionals' opinion, budgeting is that foundation. It really is that cornerstone to where the, you know, how the rest of your finances are going to build off of that. It is the integral part of being disciplined in your finances and, and reaching those long-term goals. So it is normally a headache to take on and it can be a pain to take on and get it dialed in, but you will be very grateful that you do get it dialed in. I think, you know, behaviorally, it, it is was what we've already talked about. It, it really is that people just are so afraid they're just going to be constrained to it. And I think um, I'd be interested to know is you know interested to know once you do your budget if you do see that freedom and behaviorally it's actually the opposite of what you thought. Another you know thing that comes up often with budgeting is that like okay if, if you're setting all these transactions where should they be coming from? So what card should you be using or should you be using your debit card? Or should you be using a credit card? Um, I I think credit cards can be very beneficial. Credit cards have their plate, you know, there's points and travel points and um, cashback rewards and all these things that you can use with credit cards. And um, I I think they can be very useful within your finances for people that struggle with debt or for people that struggle with overspending. I do not recommend they use credit cards uh, because you're going to get yourself in a position where you're saying, okay, I didn't budget for this, but this came up. So let's throw it on the credit card. But then whenever you do that, then you do have to deal with that later. So the next month that is there, you got to make room for it. You got to, it messes up the whole budget. You have to deal with that later. I think for people that need to get debt under control and really, um, become more disciplined in their finances, I do recommend using only a debit card for a period of time because it is actually just coming out of your bank account. You're dealing with it then, it's going straight, you know, you're accounting for it in your budget right away, it's gone, you've spent it. Um, I think that can be a healthier way as you're just adjusting to like an overspending lifestyle to start using a debit card instead of a credit card for a period of time. If debt is not your issue, if you are really good at making sure you're paying everything off on time and you're not overspending on a credit card, then then use a credit card. Use a credit card and take advantage of those points and um, yeah, go that route for sure. But if you struggle in that area, then use a debit card. All of this to say, budgeting needs to be something that is put into your uh, finances. So give this process a try, see if it works for you. Um, I, I think another big element, which I haven't said on here yet, but another big element is that accountability, uh, for my clients that I do help budget, I'm doing it with them. And so there's a accountability piece that, um, I think is very helpful for a lot of people. So if there is someone, you know, obviously maybe it's just, you know, you and your spouse, you can be accountable to each other, or if you need to bring in a third party, I would recommend possibly bringing in a third party for that accountability, especially in that three month period as you're getting it set up, because, um, I think that can be really important in, in, you know, getting that habit built and with any new habit, it takes that time. And so the accountability can kind of just help, you know, make sure that that happens instead of just getting, you know, lost, 
um, to the side. So good luck with that. Work on your budget, get it dialed in, and we'll talk to you next time.